following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. Dearest mother, I have received your care package of pickled <laughs> fox thumbs and fresh squirrel oil. The yeah. posse of cowboys inches closer uh-huh. by the day. Scouts have yet to see them, but can smell their barbecue and hear their whooping. We continue to drill and prepare. Focused. Andrew. Nothing says big game like pickled fox thumbs and fresh squirrel oil, and that's what the Cowboys encounter on Sunday at noon Dallas time against the Indianapolis Colts, and welcome to Talking Cowboys. Nothing better than Captain Andrew Luck. Is it Captain? Captain Cap- Andrew Luck Captain. kicks us off here. That was just for you, Mick. <clears throat> Not Colonel or no, no. Well, he's 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 General a captain. He's Andrew a captain. Luck. Yeah, he's a captain in this. That's one. exactly right. Yeah. Soldier, Colt, simple man, <laughs> simple man, marching. Yeah. Captain Andrew Luck. How many you know, times do you think he gets asked about that? Oh, I bet a lot. It's been a around for a while. It's just been four years since the Cowboys played Captain Andrew. Yeah, Luck it has the Colts, been a while. and so we can. Clinched a division last time you played this the same way. Forty-two right? to seven. In yeah. fact, that was it was Hasselbeck right. was, who finished that game. That was Andrew a, Luck. Yeah, it was a gone after. Yeah, it was a beating. That was a. Remember that game they at AT&T Stadium? No, they pulled yeah. him. Pulled him. Yeah. yeah, they pulled him out of that game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was the game when, and I remember uh, the linebacker uh, Anthony Hitchens. Mm-hmm. Anthony Hitchens was playing really well as I think it was rookie year. And he has because Sean Lee was out. Sean Lee, and they was banged up. And Sean Lee was out. Yeah, Yeah, imagine that. In fact, he was out the whole year that year. We'll get to it, Mickey. You'll get to a scouting report about him today. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, but I remember that because Anthony Hitchens was a a pregame decision whether he was going to go or not. And he could barely like walk. And then he played that game, and he was incredible. It was total domination that day. It was total domination. It was sure was. They couldn't stop you there. Hopefully that'll. Be the same thing happening this time around. Well, in the previous time, they faced uh, not Andrew Luck, but Peyton Manning in the Indianapolis Colts. Their last trip to Indianapolis, they needed Sean Lee on that day. Yeah, just a little bit. They did. It was a coming out party. It sort of was. Did did Des Bryant break his ankle in that game? It was on a kickoff return that we were in Indianapolis. Was that the rookie game year for Ru- Des? Yeah, rookie year that he he fractured his ankle. I want to say on a kickoff return. I remember nothing about that game other than that was part of. The, How about this? I that was part of the Jason Garrett interim term, where they they did a really nice job for him. I mean, that was. I'm sure I, Kent is going to look that up for me. I think Dad Bryant broke his ankle that game, and that was against fractured his ankle. That was against a pretty average Colts team too. Peyton Manning. They had Peyton Manning, but they weren't very good that year. Got intercepted twice by Sean Lee. One return for a touchdown. Yeah. Was that in overtime? Bunch of old men trying to push it. Sorry, Rob. Pushing it now. Yeah, I'm trying to remind you guys of broken ankles. We're talking about overtime games. Well, Brian, it, it, it might have been. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure did. See, that's the hard thing about you know when you play these quarterbacks like the Peyton Mannings and the Drew Breeses and the Tom Brady's and stuff. You usually tend to remember the game a little mm-hmm. bit better. Yep. Because you remember, oh wow, remember when we're at the at the Superdome and. 
and Damian Wilson's late on the field and they run the wheel route and Drew Brees finds, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, you just, you remember games or like 51 48 against uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah, and the Broncos 51, exactly. Uh, you, you remember all the, you remember all the Aaron Rodgers games, mm-hmm. you know, you, you forget the other games when guys weren't very good playing. Have you, have you found it yet? I haven't really like looked that date. closely. Yeah, yeah, like the date they played. He's looking at more two. Captain Andrew Luck <laughs> tweets. <laughs> they are the best. Yeah. You know what, though? Somebody needs to put together a Leighton Vander Esch Twitter like that. I mean, like that, a, wouldn't like, that be funny? This is going like back a, to like a going hunter, back like a wolf hunter, hunter. Wolf, yeah. A, yeah. a wolf I'm, I'm hunter. In the, I'm in the woods. It's yeah, the snow wouldn't it be well, great even this fall. week? Yeah. having one yeah. where the Cowboys are making their way with yeah. their pack of wolves yeah. to Indianapolis to yeah. take there you on go. Captain this, Andrew Luck. This might, goes you, back to that fake Leighton character that's on local radio. That's that right. Love yeah. so much. Yeah, that's right. Simple, simple man, simple wolf hunter man. That's right. Pretty good. Saw an airplane for the first time. It only seen that things flying in the air were like birds, yeah. eagles, and stuff. And there's these mechanical objects that are flying in the air. <laughs> uh, so stupid. Such, <laughs> it doesn't get better than General Andrew Luck. No, it doesn't. Nick, you need it's to Captain, start following him. Captain Andrew Captain, Luck. Captain, Captain Luck. Captain Luck. Captain right. Luck. Captain Andrew Luck. Uh, okay, so do you have it? did go overtime. Yeah. Well, 38-35. Yeah. Wow, high-scoring affair. I thought high-scoring affairs only started happening this year in the NFL. And who beat Peyton Manning? John Kitna. John John Kitna at quarterback. 26 for all of 167 yards and one touchdown. All right, Dad, you answer the question about Des Bryant. Does it show in your box score that he left the game with a? He only caught one pass for fourteen. Uh, yeah, yards. I want to be then. Yeah, and guess who was the who was the leading rusher? Tashard Joyce, my man. Tashard Joyce at a hundred yards rushing against the Colts in two thousand ten. Good shot, nineteen Choice. carries for a hundred yards and a touchdown for Tashard. No, he was your guy. And the he workhorse. Was. Oh yeah, he the, was. The workhorse as, as a Felix Jones, round. twenty-two carries for eighty-three yards. In fact, they came out in the same year, the same draft. Felix Jones, your first-round pick, and I was much more excited about Tashard in the fourth round. Yeah. You know why I like Tashard? What's that? Because of a locker room speech he gave at Georgia. Tech. Oh, the Georgia Tech, the oh, Chan, yeah. the Chan yeah. Gailey administration. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, that's the kind of guys you need on your team. Now he's a running backs coach at University of North Texas. There you go. Yep. Good right. guy. Good guy. They had four interceptions of of Peyton Manning. Wow, Peyton Manning had a game like that once. He threw, is he not accurate? <laughs> not accurate. Four interceptions. Not, he also had three hundred sixty five yards passing, thirty six out of forty eight. Yeah, exactly. Calculated exactly. about seventy five percent accuracy exactly. right there. Uh, all right. So you mentioned Sean Lee. We have an update on Sean Lee, Mickey. Give us report. Uh, Mickey's he's, he's on the internet instead limited. of limited. Limited. That's but, a, but he had pads on. He was out there practicing. Yeah. That's right. This is Thursday. Wednesday was the first practice. Yeah. Right. We've already yeah. gone by Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It may so, feel good, bad, indifferent about that whole thing. The fact that he was practicing, I think, is a good thing. Good. That's good. Yeah. Feel any way about that one, Mick? I I still want to see um, if they really going to play him after one padded practice. Play him as far as in dre- the game. Dress him in this game. Yes, yes, yes. Was he the only one in pads? 
Tavon Austin was. What do you mean? The was only it the only one? No, everybody else was <laughs> just had their jerseys on, and they put him in pads. He, he probably went out I, there. I mean, I wouldn't Bill, be surprised. Let's get with it here. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you know Sean Lee's reputation that he would be the only one out there with yeah, pads, pads on. on. Yeah, absolutely yeah. no. But it's not <laughs> raining, and he was out there in full uniform. <laughs> I think if he practices all week, that's a good sign. But I think they've put themselves in position where, yes, you need to go and win this game and go ahead and wrap up this division. But if he's not 100%, then you don't push it this week. Especially given the fact that he's this is the second time he's hurt this thing. Yeah, when, when yeah. Does, how many times has he come back and then... When does he play then? Next week. I mean, saying if there's any doubt if this they week, clinched, you don't do it. Yeah. How many weeks has he missed? Since the Tennessee game. Six. And he didn't yeah. play the whole Tennessee game. Yeah. Six weeks. Got to play, don't time. we? Don't got, we got to play? Got to play, but you got to be ready to play. Wow. From a physical standpoint, and I think they'll they'll make that they'll make that decision because if he gets enough work, I mean, maybe don't you don't you? Think I don't think you save him just to save him. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if there's any doubt, I don't think anybody was accusing you of that. No, I I don't mean that. And I no, no, mean, I mean yeah. And I don't mean if there's any doubt. Even if there's no doubt, sometimes they don't put guys out right away. But if they feel like he's ready to go, then all right. Because we've gotten we've gotten fan questions saying, well, "Why don't you just bubble wrap him?" Because you're probably going to make the playoffs. Sure. Well, don't you want the third seed? That's what I'm saying. You need to you need to try to win games right now. Yeah. You haven't won anything. No. Um, what are the chances of the Bears losing two? Then I don't mean to derail the Bears. I mean make it Bears talk, but. What's their schedule again? Uh, Green Bay, San Francisco, Bay, and then Minnesota, they're on the road. Minnesota for those last two, and they're yeah. three and three in road games right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of see where Mickey's not kind of. I'm with Mickey on this. I'm going. I'm trying to get the third seed. I'm trying to, but, but am I going to lose the? Am I going to lose the the war because I'm trying to win a battle? But they're not. They're not shutting it down for the Tampa Bay game. I mean, even if they win. This week, they're not shutting it down. They're going to keep it going, and they'll shut it down the last week. I mean, that's what those which guys, will be the, like a bye week before the playoff. Those guys just asked me, should you know, Philadelphia has to go with their backup quarterback, and Washington's got this and this. Should they just shut everybody down the rest of the way? And I'm going, they hadn't won anything yet. Yeah, but even okay, but if, yeah. if we're getting ahead of ourselves here, and let's say they win Sunday, they are not going to rest people for two straight weeks. No. Prior to, I mean, you got to keep this thing going. I mean, I just you can't think be afraid to, of injuries. There's a rust factor to me, in right? Green, exactly. In that Green Bay game, two, two weeks ago. off before that, right? Yeah. Basically, I, the the you got the they they didn't play anybody against the Eagles that final game of your major players, and then you had the bye because you were the number one seed, and then so you basically didn't play a game for two weeks, and nothing kicked in until the second half. That's you, right. You yeah. fell behind and. The most I do is if I if everything's said and done in that last game, I give him the second half off. I'm playing. Zeke might sit. In the yeah okay if you're gonna last see game. Zeke, who else do you have in the to last sit? Game, yeah. Do you sit Martin? I mean, I'm just I'm not trying to. Well, I, I'm just trying. I think so. I, I totally. From a physical I mean, if, this yeah, team has played playoff games since week eight. Right. right. Think about right. it. They have played a playoff game since week eight. You've got yourself in position to win this division now, but at what expense do you do you? I mean, I I'm with you guys. Keep playing. I've said it earlier. the 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 teams that have had to battle through to get in the playoffs are usually the teams that are best prepared in the playoffs. This team's had to battle, but can you afford to play without Zach Martin? 
you know, in the playoffs? Or no. can you afford to play without Ezekiel Elliott? No. Nope. So is, you know, when you start to draw the line of, okay, he doesn't play, he doesn't play. Well, who else? Yeah. Who no, else? That's my yeah, argument. Yeah. You, 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 sit, you sit Lawrence? You know? Tyron, Tyron Smith's had something. You sit Vanderish? Yeah. You know, you sit Jalen Smith? You sit Byron Jones? You know? When do you, where do you draw and the line? And the other part of that is you don't have enough players to play a game if you sit too many guys. Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> and then somebody puts their hand up in the air and goes, uh, Coach, how come I got to play? Because <laughs> everybody here at December 13th has something right now. Mm-hmm. Nobody's 100%. That's, no, that's, that's well said. I mean, the injury report is, you know, what, 10 guys? Yeah. But it's, there's, somebody's got something, some bruise. It's bump. funny how magical the injury report turns into nobody when you get in the playoffs, Super Bowl week, everybody, yeah, Super Bowl week. Is it like no injury? Like, yeah. right. Nobody. Mickey was the... a pool reporter. He'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. He right. re- Mickey report injuries. No injuries today. Everybody practiced. And when you get in the playoffs, everybody wants to be on deck. They don't want to. They don't. Wanna, that's why guys like Austin and those they're pushing. They're pushing to be a part of something like the you know being a playoff game. You know. He told us yesterday with his groin injury. I think he said torn off the bone. Yeah, that's what he said. And he could have had surgery, yeah. but. He had wrist surgery last year. He didn't want to do that again. Yeah, it was uh, let it heal. I was told it was very similar to what Terrence Newman took place with Terrence Newman. Yeah, and remember Newman didn't have surgery. Right, Mo Claiborne did, did, and he really didn't get back. Never got back, and so that's why they were leaning towards no surgery. Yeah, when I think the dude in Philadelphia wanted to do surgery. Yeah, when he went and saw the specialist. Yep, that's true. Good memory there. From what from what I think I remember. It was like if you go see him, you better bring your overnight bag because you're having surgery. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a fixer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guys in Philly's a fixer. A fixer. He's a fixer. So I mean, the guys in Washington can't do anything with what's going on with there. I don't mean to derail the show there. No. Um, but Washington is what's another, another Josh Johnson? No, another another staff infection or something oh, going for real? on. Real? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, Darius Geis. He's got something wrong with it. He had to go in and do something again to his knee because of an infection. Oh, and Alex wow. Smith. So Alex Smith. And Alex Smith. Something's going on. I'm not scary. I, I'm not one to question Maybe they're not it. going to Walter Reed Hospital there. Or I'm not like one that. to question infections. Yeah, yeah Mickey's been Mickey, down that road. No, I'm just, uh, hey, I trust me. I love, <laughs> I love doctors, nurses. I love everybody. I mean, but that's unusual what's going on there. But yeah, you know, oh, I thought you meant with the quarterback situation. No, no, no. Oh, no. which, by the way, they're going to start Johnson. Yeah, Josh Johnson. You know, was the last time three? he started. No, yes, he, he started one game since 2010. Yeah, it was against the Cowboys. No, I, like that part <laughs> I don't. We're getting back here. <laughs> one game since 2010, and he was playing last week. Madden. He was playing Madden. <laughs> well, did you hear what he said? <laughs> I did not. He was trying to get to know his team, and he he was watching oh, on okay. Madden. Yeah, but he was last week. He was a member of one of the franchises in the Alliance of American Football, yeah, which Bill is Pullen. playing in the yeah. spring. Yeah, he got for drafted the, for them. Yeah, Memphis he was on wasn't the it? Memphis team. Yeah, yeah. Memphis. That was uh, yeah. Mike, Mike Singletary's team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And yeah. so he was. Uh, and then he gets a call last Tuesday or whenever from the Redskins, and he was playing in a game Sunday, and now yeah. he's starting this week, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> is he the one who was a John Gruden draft pick in Tampa, or is that a different player? He was uh, he was a Harbaugh, I yeah. believe. He's Har- University of San Diego, right? And he went to San Francisco. Okay. Harbaugh. Yeah. I guess he right. probably played for Harbaugh at did. San Diego. Maybe. He did he did? Yeah. He did. So that's how he knew him. Yeah. Tough break for Washington this this year. 
Don't yeah, don't okay. feel bad for them. I'm not. I'm yeah. just saying it's it, I, it just, can go just, it can go one of two ways yeah. for you. You yeah. know. You know, back on Sean Lee for just a second. You know, you look at his games played this year, which was the opener against Carolina, and then he played against the Giants and Seattle. So the first three games, okay. Then he was out until the Washington game, week seven, mm-hmm. and uh, by week, and then Tennessee went out early third quarter of that game after not playing a lot in the first half of that game. Mm-hmm. And so you wonder, so it was three games injured, one and a half games injured. Yeah. And the, I think the biggest thing on him is not, he's probably, he's not going to be 100%. You wouldn't think. Okay. At, probably until the, but is he the, maybe the rest of his life. Is he physically <laughs> as healthy as he's going to be? Right. And so, so I think the big question is, what are the percentages of him re-injuring it? And you don't want him to re-injure it. And if that's so. the case, then you feel great about what you got, right, with the other guys. Right. I mean, let's, I, you know, if 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 these if these trainers and doctors are saying that he's healthy enough to practice and try and play in this game, that's all you need to know. Right. They're not going to put hurt players out there to practice, and you know everybody's banged up. Yeah, Rob's absolutely right about that. But you you've got to you you know. What do we, you're now six weeks, six See, weeks, and I want to. And I know guys are different, but it's it's they they've 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 I think that they've. To me, it's like that they've been really cautious with this thing, and I mean, even really camp. over, over mean, to the point. I mean, it's they're really trying to get him back. See, I want to. I'd like to know. Was it was it just a. Um, a deal in training camp where a precautionary thing, I, or was he dealing with something in training camp? And yeah. that's why he wasn't able to do well, anything. He was dealing with something. Yeah. So, it's OTAs, the mini right. camps, they were trying to, there were a lot of guys they weren't doing anything with. And, you know, I mean, I, I he's got to be frustrated. Mm-hmm. He's got to be sure. He's got to be frustrated, but sure. you know, it would be nice to see him be able to play here the last month of the season and into the playoffs. You know, I mean, I, I'm I'm not saying anything you guys don't already know. You know what? I'm not I'm not looking at this from an injury standpoint because if he's out there now practicing, he, he's fine. He's fine. They're now, not going to put a hurt guy on the field. Now, it's, telling you that is his body ready to yeah. play football right. with one padded practice? Right. That's the question. It. And you don't want to send somebody out there, at, you know, because today's is shells. Friday, yeah. no no pads. Uh, is he ready to play a game and throw his body in there? And that's kind of where I was going. If you get through this whole week and he still feels good and you get up to game time and he's ready, then cool. But it's been six weeks, and it is something that, again, it goes all the way back to training camp. I am trying to kind of look at the big picture, too, and say this has happened twice. Let's not push it just to get to this game when the odds are in your favor to win this division at some point in the next three weeks. And so you want him in the playoffs available. Yeah. But Brian's right. If he's on the field, he's obviously at a point where he can practice and, and be in position to play. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Rob. I just, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of caught between. I want to see him play. I want to see him play, and I know the trainers are putting him out there because he's healthy enough to to participate in practice. But I'm also thinking it's Sean Lee, and Sean Lee has gone through this before, where he hasn't had, he's had time off, and he's had to come back and play now. Earlier in the year, it wasn't successful, you know, but I, I think that they've just allowed enough time here to – I'm anxious to see if this works out. I don't think they play any sort of uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? 
I think this thing comes down to a trainer decision. And it should. It should. I think that's the decision. It should. If, if, if they say, hey, no problem whatsoever, yeah. go. Yes. But if they say, you know what, I think he needs another week just to make sure, then no. See, that's the hard decision they're going to have to make as a group because they don't and it's a sound. They don't know that because Sean Lee does not have a great history of coming back after injury. It something else happens, and so now you have that. When is enough time? Is seven weeks enough time on this injury? Also, the type is of, eight weeks enough time on this injury? And the type of injury it is. And the type of injury it is. Soft tissue. It's not a bone or something that's healed. It's, yeah. it's something Man. that yes can be pulled again. You know? Look at that Philadelphia had to deal with Sproles. I mean, he missed most of the year. You know, with this and I, hey, I trust the trainers and the doctors here. I really, really do. I just, when do you know about Sean Lee? When do you know? Unless he plays, when do you know? I think they know now. It's a matter of is he ready to play football? Not is his hamstrings ready to yeah. play football? Yeah, that's is a better he way to say that's, it. ready yeah. to play that's football. Well said, Mickey. Well, and uh, wrap up the discussion on Sean Lee. His snap counts in the games he has played in this season, because a lot of people are concerned. Oh, you can't take snaps away from Leighton Vanderesh. Fifty-nine snaps against Carolina, forty-one against the Giants, thirty-six against Seattle. Then after coming back. Against Washington, 38 snaps, and then 17 against Tennessee before he left early in the third quarter. So he was on pace for another 35-snap game yeah. there. So that's well, how they've the used one, him in the past. But the one before he missed was an injury. He didn't finish the game before he – the, the, the first time, the yeah, first time he the, missed. In the Seattle game. Yeah. 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 Okay, we continue and take your calls here on Talking Cowboys in just – how hot is this Indianapolis team the Cowboys are going up against when we come back? Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. The fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. 
Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. Nestle the boys in Tommy John, the softest, most supportive underwear out there. They're feature-packed, they feel amazing, and if you disagree, they're backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or they're free, guaranteed. Plus, shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Very nicely done, Rob Phillips. Where's my read? My script is still not here. I, I, I think, think the, that I think the gamer look, guys orders are we still. We come being, in here. the 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 headphones are all twisted up. <laughs> the volumes messed the up. Gamer guys, they man. take our reads. <laughs> They're the best. I, I'm going to assume that Dallas Cowboys uh, Academy and Dallas Cowboys Cheerleader Academy applications are still being taken. Absolutely, go on the website okay. and figure it out. All right, Kaboom, Texas, May 10th through 12th at yeah. AT&T Stadium. Yeah. Yep. You know, we used to it. have all that stuff laying there. Now they've moved all that stuff off the little end table over there. Well, what are we going to do about that, yeah, Mickey? Just <laughs> walk out that door and raise some hell at 1030. I'm going to talk to go. Douglas. He's kind of in charge. Him and Kent are in charge of this. Douglas here. Yeah, right? Throw them under the bus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kent is hard at work. He's taking the call from Jim in California, who's first up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Jim. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm good, and I'm Bill. <laughs> Oh, Bill. Sorry, Bill. Good morning, Chuck. Hey, my headphones are all screwed up. Yeah, so are ours. Yeah, I wish I could see how Kent, hard. Kent, hard. Kent. Please, that, just got to say that one. Got to say that. How oh, Mickey and Rob are laughing right now. Well, they should be. I made a mistake. Go hey, ahead, Jeff. Uh, so far, Sean Lee, I say if he's uh, healthy, let him play five to ten snaps in the first game and know that we're trying to get him ready for the playoffs. And uh, I was looking at Indianapolis, and the first thing that jumped out at me was how their defense is so similar to the Cowboys. Same scheme. And I was hoping that maybe you guys could go around and compare the defense to the defense unit by unit, and who do you like on us? Maybe make an all-star team between the two defenses. Oh, that's we'll see how we uh, compare. I think that would be fun. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Joe. Bob, why don't you start us <laughs> off? <laughs> I, w- I want Ricky to start. I don't know why. That's so funny. <laughs> did nothing against anybody named Bob. But it was you know, in so South Lake, there's a Bob Jones Park. And yeah. I tell people oh. it's Bill Jones Park. Bill Jones Park. Yeah, it's so. like, you know, the joke when it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to play against four guys named Bob. You yeah. know? <laughs> I think the Cowboys are better in the secondary. When I look at the, when I look at the two teams, so I really wouldn't. I would take Malik Hooker as a free safety mm. on this team, uh, but as far as anybody else there, I think the Cowboys will have the advantage there. I think if you look at linebacker, the you know Matthew Adams and Anthony Walker and Leonard Davis. Leonard Davis is uh, excuse me Darius Leonard. I've got this now. I'm missing, missing up names too. <laughs> Hope he's not as Leonard, big as yeah, Leonard, Leonard Davis. Davis. Yeah, exactly. Darius Leonard, I think is I think is could. Definitely play on this football team. Okay, and, yeah. So, it, so let's say you had Darius Leonard, Leighton Vander Esch, and Jalen Smith. Yeah, and they got Ooh. they got Darius Leonard playing the the weak the linebacker. So, yeah, that would be. Pretty. So let's say Eberflus had um, Jalen Smith, Leighton Vander Esch, and Darius Leonard. How would he employ those three linebackers? I'll tell you what, because you got two of the top tacklers in the league. You know, you'd have to uh, Leonard. I think could start. I mean, I, I, Leonard 
is is every bit as good as Leighton Vanderish is. Hey, Bill Polian, yeah. obviously a Hall of Fame GM, and he keeps still keeps very close tabs on what's going on in Indianapolis yeah. since he was there for years. He, I've heard him the other day talking about Darius Leonard, yeah. and, and he he fell a little short of going ahead and already putting him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. but uh, yeah. he was talking. Well, the Colts don't have a lot of members in their Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. I think it's Chris Hinton and Jim Harbaugh, and uh, I got the couple wide receivers are probably up there. But yeah, this guy's well on his way that way. He this is a, this guy's a special player, much like Leighton Vanderish. If you want to see if you if you've seen Leighton Vanderish play all year. This is what Darius Leonard is. Same type of player. Run, hit, never come off the field. Uh, plays well in pass coverage. You know Everything you want in a linebacker. Range, you know, physicality, all that is uh, this, the same type of guy. Would you take the hot boys over their defensive front? I, I tell you what, though, I think I would. And that's where, you know, I, I think that to me, if you look at across the line with uh, Autry, Hunt, Woods, and shred, I, I, you know, I would, I would think that, that I would take the the Cowboys and what they and but, not to say like to say they're 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 a team that uh, the way they get, they get pressure it's the same way the Cowboys do they do they'll blitz with the slots they'll blitz with the linebackers they'll try and create some mismatches up front with some twist game things that they want to do, and I talked about Marcus Hunt who they got from the Cincinnati Bengals. It's like a six meter. He remember from SMU, Bill, right. probably six seven guy, and he plays as a defensive tackle. And they put him in the middle, and it's kind of like with David Irving. You know, you push the middle, you get your hands up, you knock passes down, and you create. He's not the athlete of a David Irving, but that's. I would take the Hot Boys over this crew. I would take their linebacker for sure, and I would take. Uh, I would take Malik Hooker. Hooker as uh, my uh, my free safety. Uh, all right, one other question on Darius Leonard, because, I mean, you look at his stat line, and in 12 starts, he's got an interception. He's got, a, uh, just according to Pro Football Reference, 135 tackles. Yeah. They probably got him for a lot more from their coach's film. But anyway. Well, let's find out. And um, seven sacks, 11 tackles for loss, four yeah. forced fumbles. Right. For a will linebacker yeah. in that scheme to have seven sacks, so how are they using? And they're obviously they're rushing him. They're rushing, a lot. Him. yeah. They're, yeah. they're blitzing. It's very similar to what you see with like with with how the Cowboys use Jalen Smith. Yeah. You know, you attack the pocket. It, it, it is it you when when the Cowboys practice. You know, usually with scout team, you have to hold up cards to say, okay, this is the scheme. This is you know, the Cowboys could walk in the huddle and call a defense, and on down and distance wise, and call their defense. And they could run it without the cards. The players automatically yeah. know, okay, it's 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 over cover two. Okay, ready break. Okay, they're getting over cover two, and they're showing the offense. It's it's a it's similar. It's it's scary to watch. I mean, and it's funny because Eberflus was influenced by Rob Ryan in that administration, but now he's a four three guy. It's more now about with with Rod Marinelli. What Rod Marinelli is doing, the single high stuff that Mickey likes to play. You know that's where you you know that's where Eberflus is going with and his defense. Just speed, speed, speed. Yep. So they have him down for 135 total tackles, seven sacks, mm -hmm. eleven tackles for losses, yep. eight quarterback hits, an interception, four passes defense, four forced fumbles, yeah. and two fumble recoveries. So let me ask this: mm. When you're scheming against the defense, I understand how you can scheme against the guys on the front right and i understand how you can scheme against this corner that corner right how do you scheme not their system but how do you scheme against a linebacker like 
even yeah. Vanderish. How do people say, okay, here's how we're going to handle Vanderish? Yeah. So how do you handle a weak side linebacker who's not stationary? Yeah. He could be coming. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. And, and what you try and do is, especially in pass protection, you maybe you think about okay, do you set your front to his side? You know, do you say okay, wherever he is, do you say? I mean, do you identify? Usually in this scheme, they identify who the Mike linebacker is, but in this case, you maybe you identify where he is, and then you try and slide your protection. Okay, that but way. what now, about the running? The game? running, then you got to hope for just second level blocks. If you get, yeah, if you, he can if, if you, if you, field. if you could control the front with a with the combo blocks, and then, but now it's more, it's even imper- more imperative to get if you're going to do combo blocks to get a guy to to chip. And then to go. And you can't – sometimes you get, okay, secure the down lineman, 1,001, 1,002, and then go. It's Now it's more like chip it and go. You can't, you can't hang there that extra count because what happens is linebackers like Van Der Esch and Smith, you know, the guy at the, at the Bears, those guys all run so well that you can't hang on down blocks. And, and the offensive line coaches will tell you, Get the down, get the down blocks first. Get the line first, and then let the back have to deal with the linebackers. You know that's why some of these guys, the guy, the Rams, the guy here, they they have success because they're able to make that linebacker miss initially and then get more yards. But you're dealing with a guy, as you said, Mickey, that makes a ton of tackles. Kind of like having to deal with Keekley in Week One. Yeah, you got it. You got to make. If you leave, you, you, great example, Rob. You leave Keekley unblocked. What happens? He stops you. What, what should have been a seven-yard gain turns into uh, no gain or a minus one because you don't get your tackle up on the second level to get him. And that but was the, the problem fl- in Week One. Too. The philosophy of that scheme is to keep that guy protected. Right. So you no let him run. Get to him. Right. Let him run to the ball. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, do you run away from them? You run at them? Well, the thing, the thing, I don't think you could just, sometimes you let guys just go. You just say, okay, he's not going to catch the play. This guy, you can't do that. So maybe you say, okay, I'm going to let, you know, I'm going to let one of these outside, Toure is a guy that they have, Kamiko Toure, you know, and, you know, that, that, that guy is, Maybe you let him run uh, from the backside and then go and get somebody else. You just let your, uh, you know, you leave somebody. You really can't block everybody, but you have to make sure you secure the guys that are that are on the that uh, that can hurt you. And, and he definitely can hurt you. I mean, it's there's no question. This game, if if he goes unblocked, he'll have just as many tackles as Van Der Esch and Smith. I mean, that that's proven. That you don't need a scout to tell you that. Um, Danico Autry has eight sacks yeah. in in eight starts. Yeah. So he's another one. I mean, again, they move the front. This is a this is a group that's going to attack gaps. You know, it, it's it's very similar to what the Cowboys do. You know, get up the field, attack a gap. You know, use the twist stunts. Yeah, they, that's it's a it's a it's a it's a nice defense, and, wonder, and, and they've done a great job because, like Rob said, they've got a lot of speed. They got guys that can run on this defense. I wonder what what's the advantage? Is it an advantage more than an advantage for for Eberflus to kind of know the personnel here? and how they do things offensively, or for this offense to watch this defense on film and say, we're familiar with this. Our defense yeah, is very similar. They practice similar. against it every day. I mean, it may be kind of a we stalemate all, yeah, thing. We all stand there in Oxnard you know, every day, twice a day for, mm-hmm. for a month, and they practice against that defense is yeah. what they do. There's got to be somewhat of a comfort level when you watch them on film. Well, at least a, little a, bit. a comfort level for the quarterback. 
you know, think about, okay, you know, it, it's different personnel. It's a different, you know, uniform and stuff, but it's the same idea. It's the same scheme. Right. It, you know, Scott Linehan could come into this game and say, okay, if I show him this, this is how he's going to counter it. This is, this is how he's going to play it, you know. And I think that I think that helps, you know, when they get Dak prepared this week. Okay, uh, you know, Malik Hooker is going to be in, right in the center of the field. Okay, this is what this corner's going. You know, yeah, yeah. He sees it every day, you know. So it's not it's not something where like you're playing these old, the Rob Ryan's of the world or the old Buddy Ryan's or the anybody like that that had multiple you know, Bill Belichick that had multiple looks and things like that. The Colts are what they are. They're not gonna, they're gonna, I don't think they're going to switch up much on you. I really don't. I think they, they rely on their personnel to, to get them stops. Do you notice anything uh, with this Eberflus defense that is different from the Cowboys in terms Pretty of same. him being yeah. the coordinator, being more aggressive or anything? I mean, I'm looking at a lot of players with tackles for loss. Yeah, on this team. That, but that's, that's kind of what we were talking about, though, the slant, the front, the twist, mm-hmm. the things like that. He's going to take some risks. He's going to take some risks during the games, but it's really it's calculated risk. I, I brought up Rob Ryan for a reason, right? Because if you remember the Rob, yeah, if you remember the Rob Ryan administration, though, it was ten men on the field, it was chaos, it was mm-hmm. you know not being where you're supposed to be because he was multiple and there yeah, was a lot of yeah, different exactly. looks. And sometimes it, it was yeah. too so, complicated. Sometimes you just best to line up and play football, and he's got guys that can line up and play football. I mean, I, I they they do they, they probably the one thing I know is different than the Cowboys. They probably blitz more secondary guys than the Cowboys do. You see more of slot blitz. And we were seeing that although we're bit, seeing more of it with, this year with, with Richard. Yeah, with yeah. Rod, exactly. But I think you see you see a lot more slot blitz, and you see a lot more of their safeties attack in the middle of the pocket too on blitzes. You know how they play Heath up when they go single high. We don't always see Heath blitz. We see Heath cover more. We don't see Woods blitz. These guys are more willing to take that that safety that they walk up and put him in a gap. Well, they better watch out for those cowboy tight ends if they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And you better do the same to theirs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting uh, with Chris Richard coming in here mm-hmm. as any pass game coordinator and secondary coach. Of course, Ibraflus was the pass game coordinator and linebackers coach right. last year. But the dynamic between Richard and Marinelli is compared to what Marinelli and Eberflus had here yeah. in that Marinelli obviously is giving more freedom to Richard yeah. as far as – But I think he also gave some freedom to, to, to Eberflus. Aber- and to that, Eberflus. Ha- that happened and I, I think a couple of years before. Yeah, I think that's why you see Eberflus is having the success that he is having. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, you know, that you look at their defense and you say, oh, okay, I get it, I see – I, I Matt Eberflus was a hell of a football coach. Right. I really did. I had a lot of respect for him. They really wanted yeah. to keep him. Yeah, yeah. they really did. Yeah. You know, and, and he would have liked to have stayed. Yeah. But yeah, uh, a great I mean, opportunity. You got a job and, as a defensive hey, coordinator, someplace give, you got to jump at it. Give Frank Reich some credit because Frank Reich could have just said, "No, I'm bringing my own guy." Remember this? He Eberflus was part of going to be a part of the Josh McDaniels administration. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, right. And you know, that's Josh right. McDaniels got cold feet. They basically, you know, Matt interviewed for the job. Everybody liked Matt and. They 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 were hired. They hired him, and then all yeah, of a he sudden, he got hired before the head coach. Got hired before the head coach, and then so who does that? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> two thousand seven. But it was done, and you know. But give Frank Reich some credit for saying, "Listen, I I I trust what the front office and the people tell me about this guy, and, and it's it's worked out for Reich. It really really has. Mm-hmm. Really Trained has. well at the University of Missouri. Hmm. Eberflus. He was. Oh, I thought you were talking about Frank Reich. Yeah. I was like, wait a second, he yeah. wasn't there. <laughs> 
And the Colts are seven and six, and they've won six of their last seven games. They have riding a hot streak. Bad right start. Now. Why'd they lose all those at the beginning? Oh, why the Cowboys lose three of? Well, five I eight? know that, but why did they do it? Well, they're, they're, I think a lot of their stuff had to do with the quarterback situation. It wasn't healthy. Still. Wasn't healthy is, not, is, is what he needed to be, and they've got that ship righted there. This will be a. This game could very well come down to the Cowboys' ability to to be able to create some type of pressure. Because this the, this offense is very much a we'll take what we what we can get from you kind of and if you play a lot of zone, they, it'll just be seven yard pass, seven yard pass, seven yard pass, yeah, that kind of thing. So I would be I'd be very mindful of how do you create some type of pressure. There's people who feel like that this line you know and they haven't given it many sacks. I think Mickey said it was 16 yesterday. Yes. They've had games where they have not given up hits. You know they haven't given a hit to the quarterback and. You know, but this is a different chat, a different challenge for them. I don't believe they played a, a defense, well, with the exception of maybe the Houston Texans that are that are, are capable of getting that type of pressure. Early in the season, they lost to Philly by four. They yeah. lost to Houston in overtime. They lost to New a England. decision by Reich. He went for it. Remember on his own end right. of the field. Yep. Yeah, lost to New England back, and then they lost to the New York Jets. Yeah, that wasn't a good one. All right, so dive deeper into this little winning streak they've had. Okay, win number one in the streak. Buffalo, yeah. win number two at Oakland, mm-hmm. win number three, Jacksonville, win number four, Tennessee. Give them credit there. In fact, they blew out Tennessee, yeah, thirty-eight sure to ten. Yeah. Then at Miami, then they lost to Jacksonville six nothing, and then they beat Houston. They played more quality teams yeah. lately, with the possible exception of Jacksonville. Jacksonville was a, a strange game for them because they turned over the football and they went for it on fourth and one at the one. Like I said, they tried to run a shovel pass; they got stuffed. So they went for it. They were trying to get it. You know, they were trying to score six early in the game in a zero-zero game, and then, but they had some turnovers. Look through an, a, an interception, a bad interception in that game too. Got a couple of turnovers on the Jacksonville side of the fifty. Mm-hmm. Watching that game, so get them turn it over. You always got a chance. Except you're the Cowboys. Turn over the ball. You seem to win games, which that's, is kind of crazy. That's right. All right. We continue with more of talking Cowboys in just a moment. If you're like me and you love, I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to Directv now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed. No bulky hardware. No annual contract. Just. Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the Otterbox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at otterbox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. 
You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Boy, do I have the perfect stocking stuffer for you for Christmas. Get Jack Black, the playmaker. You get four of their faves. And Is they the music like overly loud? In these nice, small. No, he's overly loud. <laughs> and you get to put them in one of these uh, cowboy coos. Can you start over? No. No, he's going. I'm rolling. He's rolling. Yeah. And, and, and all you have to do is go to Get Jack Black. Dot com slash cowboys and that playmaker combination comes up mm. you order it you pay 10 bucks free shipping and i already received my first order for a stocking stuffer for somebody nobody's so excited go to getjackblack.com thanks mike appreciate it <laughs> mikey mikey Why mikey spags start over i was rolling until you guys told me i was too loud well i'll tell you what it opened loud <laughs> It, it, it did. It, it did. It, I just yeah. felt like the music was loud. But. Yeah. Solid red from Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> That's, he gets excited. For That's Mike, right. You got to get people's attention. Mike you can't check. come in here with a weak voice. <laughs> hmm. You know what? <laughs> yeah. I ran out of my Jack Black yesterday. Oh, oh no. Know. Which product? Did you? Which one? Uh, whatever I do my hair with. Oh, <laughs> shampoo. Right. I mean, to send you a fave. <laughs> I think I got some left. I'll, I'll, I'll put an order in for you. I think I got some left. I, what I need is the beard lube. I got yeah. some. Yeah, I got some extra ones. Oh, man. I oh. haven't had the beard lube you know what you need? a while. You, need you got a little the... salt and pepper thing going yeah, on there. That's right. yeah. Get the larger yeah. one, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it'll, it'll last you a while. Yeah. And yeah. it comes in a bottle with a, one of those pumps on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Do y'all shave in the shower? Yes. yes. Waste yeah. a lot of water doing that. Don't you don't shave in the shower? No. I sh- I, the reason I shave in the shower is because of the beard lube from Jack Black. Yeah. 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 It's great. Mm-hmm. It is great. Just put a little on your fingertips. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Show us again there, Mickey. Yeah, I think thanks was <laughs> All right, you want to dive into the Indianapolis Colts offense for a second here? Yeah. The Please. strength of this offense, what Captain would you like to know Andrew Luck. Captain Andrew Luck. is. They really... seem to be rather strong on third down there, Brian. They are strong, and a lot of it has to do because they get in some situations I talked about with Eric Ebron. Great get by them from the uh, Detroit Lions. Starting to play much like what the Lions thought he was capable of. I think it was the 10th overall pick in that draft. And, or, and so uh, – you know, they, they, he's he's totally quarterback friendly there. You're going to have to figure out him. Is it uh, the multiple coverages that we've seen, the linebackers? Is it Jeff Heath, Byron Jones? We'll see. I mean, all kinds of opportunities to, to play him, but you have to take care of that. Their offensive line, they've built it the right way. 
Uh, they've got a couple of young rookies with Quentin Nelson, one of my favorite players from last year's draft, and then Braden Smith, who is a, a was a guard tackle at Auburn. He's a second round pick. He's their starting right tackle. He's done a really really nice job. They've been a, a little banged up though at the right Brian. guard spot uh, with uh, with uh, Glowinski there, uh, you know. So they, you know, we'll see how that uh, shakes out. But and their center missed last week, didn't he? Which, yeah. By the way, yeah. he didn't practice yesterday. Yeah. The so center the, or Glowinski? Glowinski did not uh, practice. The center was limited. Limited. Yeah. Kelly. Yep. Yeah. He's a good center. He is and, a real good center. Yep. And T. Y. Hilton didn't practice. Nah, oh, yeah, that sounds so, like nah, they, their veteran also, day. They're managing him kind of like Zeke, probably. Yeah, because I had him on my fantasy team, and he was questionable going into Sunday, and I had to I had to check on him on Sunday mm. morning. He was fine. He went for 199 yards against the Texans. Yeah, so he was so just fine. he was fine. Yeah, he's, and in fact, if you look at his last four games, he is averaging. Yeah. 140 yards receiving a game the last right. four games. You have to be, I could say, nickel and dime you to death and then something over the top. And that's what they did. They had a huge play against the Texans last week on that, coming off the right side there where he just, you know, they went play action and just launched it, and he was able to run under it. So you have to be ready for that. It, it's going to be a receiving group that doesn't have a lot of big names. We've kind of seen the Cowboys play against teams that, that haven't had. They've had one star, and then everybody else has been kind of a – a guy, but it's a it's a capable group with Ryan Grant and then also Zach Pascal as well, and then this Rogers is another guy. Chester Rogers, Chester Rogers, you got to forty two catches on the year. Yeah, got to worry a little bit about him, but they don't run the ball all that much. Uh, it's like a lot like the Philadelphia Eagle offense where we saw uh, you know uh, last week with the uh, the inside handoff stuff. You're not going to get you know uh, Luck is going to run a little bit. He's not going to run a lot. But uh, you do get the inside handoff. The, the ball's going sideways a lot. They're going to try and capture the corner and get around the edge. Keep an eye on Naheem Hines, uh, who is uh, – we talked about him a bunch on the draft show. Uh, he's from North Carolina State. He's 5'9". He's 196 pounds. Probably not an every-down back, but he's a guy that Mickey would like to have in this team where you could throw the ball to him. You can hand the ball to him. He's kind of a jack-of-all-trades player. Young guy that really has done a nice job for them uh, of making some plays. So it's a very patient offense that will take some shots, and they've got skill guys that catch the ball well. T.Y. Hilton is one of the best that I've ever seen, and, I, and I've seen a lot of players at wide receivers that can play in a small area. You talk about not needing a lot of room to catch a football, whether it's along the sidelines, whether it's the corner of the end zone on the pylons, wherever. This guy is one of those best tight, tight window players uh, that I've ever seen. So Cowboys secondary is going to have their hands full with him, and they're going to have their hands full as well uh, with uh, with Eric Ebron, the tight end. Yeah, as a red zone threat too. Yeah. A guy that can, you know, 12 touchdowns, something like that. Yeah, for yeah. an offense here that has struggled scoring and manufacturing points down there, they might be able to have to match that uh, this Sunday. Yeah. You look at Luck and uh, coming back from the shoulder injury last year, he is putting up numbers this year that are as good as any in his career. He, protected, in fact, his, his well, completion yeah. percentage is 68%, which is the highest in his career. He's got 34 touchdown passes. His career high was 40 in 2014, so he's on a pace to at least equal that. His interceptions are at 13. He's always been a, a, more of a high interception guy. That's true. And... Um, but as you said, his sacks are down, just 16 sacks. 
and he's had seasons when he has been sacked 41 times a couple of times in his career. He has, and if we go back, the last team I think you played that gave up minimal sacks was the Saints, and the Cowboys were able to generate yeah, some right. pressure off that. So uh, if, you're, if you're looking to maybe hang your hat on, on uh, something going into this football game, you remember what you did against the Saints, the way you affected their receivers, their tight end, and then you were able to get pressure on their quarterback that and, way. And against an offensive line that's, that's, that was that, one of the better ones in the league. One of the better ones in the league. And this one's doing a, a very good job, with the, at least with the protection aspect of things. All right, let's go to Brian in Florida. You're next up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Brian. Hey, good morning, guys. Good to, uh, good to get, get in touch with you guys again. Hey, I, my question is uh, on Tavon Austin. What's his role going to be? I'm assuming he'll immediately become the returner of replacing Beasley. Yep. But with, with Coop in the offense, uh, other than just gadget plays, bubble screens and sweeps, does, does he have any role in the offense? How about a sec? How about your back? How about a backup running back? Yeah, we've yeah. kind of we've kind of talked about what's been. You know, I know that Rod Smith has been a guy that's always been, but maybe you know this guy has carried the ball out of the backfield. You know, and maybe it maybe you find ways to. If you're going to take Ezekiel Elliott off the field a couple different ways, a couple times a game, why not hand the ball to Tavon Austin playing maybe a toss sweep, you know, off-tackle stuff. The guy's shown some tremendous toughness running the football for the Rams, but I think he's your Desmond Howard. That's who I compare him to. I'm thinking down the stretch in Green Bay when we won the Super Bowl in 96, you had to have a guy that could flip the field, and Desmond Howard was one of the great weapons to ever play when it came to that. And I think that as much as this defense is making people punt the football, mm-hmm. you need somebody who can make you flip the field. And I think he can do that. I would use him as a running back. I would continue on with the jet sweeps, the screens, whatever you have to do. This guy's an explosive player. I think we saw that in the games that he did play. Yeah, that was our mailback question this morning was how do we use, how do they use Tavon Austin? Our answers, to me, he's such a unique player and can do so many different things for you. That Great skill set. That, things, it, yeah. that it's easier to bring a guy like that back and find a role for him because it's not like somebody has stepped in and done exactly what he can do. Um, and, and as a receiver, too, I mean, I think he was only getting about 20 snaps a game before he They're got They're throwing hurt. the ball to him down the field. Remember down that, field. some I of mean, the games. Yeah, he was I, making plays down the field. You know, this is another guy with speed that can help stretch the defense yep. along with the way Michael Gallup has stepped up. And now put him on the field with Amari Cooper. Absolutely. Kind of see, you know, make defenses choose. Put him inside of Amari Cooper if you want. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they use him now with Amari Cooper in this offense, too. You know, you got to get this guy on the field. Yeah. And now, and now how you, how do you get him on the field? You know, maybe it's, maybe it's like, they're going to have to keep all the guys, all those receivers active that they, they need because they all play, but maybe you're going to have to look at some other positions. Oh, you mean as far as sitting somebody down, sitting somebody down, do you sit, you know, do you sit a Joe Thomas? Do you sit Thompson, the safety? Do you see, you know, I don't know necessarily it's going to say, okay, do you sit Lance Lenore? Because Lance Lenore, I mean, you, you have guys that don't play special teams or play a lot of special teams that are playing on, you know, offensive and defensive roles. So you, you need special teams players. And they might, there might be a fight to, to not have to, uh, uh, to, there might be a fight that, that won't allow you, uh, it will allow you not to have to sit uh, uh, Lance Lenore. Well, I'm trying to say there. If you get Sean Lee back, you might not have to have Covington. Act. Covington already doesn't dress. He didn't dress last week. Well, then he won't dress yeah, anymore. He's, yeah, he's been active. A There's going to be some healthy scratches here. Get ready. It, it, it might be, might be Reed. Might be a healthy scratch. You know, yeah, uh, possibilities like that. Uh, you you think about Joe Thomas could be a possibility. I threw out, uh, you know, Alan Hearns maybe is a healthy scratch. It, depending on what you want to do, Thompson the safety might be a healthy scratch. They're they're gonna they're, it's going to come to the point now where 
you can maybe David Irving would be the only guy that's going to be a uh, an injury guy that you have to deal with right now as a as a scratch. Well, you still got Swaim, Taco. Yeah, Swaim exactly. Yeah, Yeah. Taco's another guy that you know. Taco's got to Taco's got to practice better. Mm -hmm. He's got to beat somebody out. Yep, he's got to beat out Armstrong now. Yep, yep, that's exactly right. That's right. Exactly right. All right, Mickey, just a couple of minutes left here. And, and I uh, have no idea. Tomorrow is a <laughs> combined show. Yes. Uh, as Brian and Rob will be on a combined show tomorrow. 9 a.m. So with at David. 9, 9 a.m. tomorrow. Nate and David Hellman. We're doing one show tomorrow, so we'll, we'll, we'll do our picks okay. then. Yeah. Uh, so, Mickey, you don't have any idea who's going to win this game, huh? I, I do not. Okay. You got a right. pick, Bob? How, how are we going to find you out? You got a pick? I'll go ahead and make my pick. You're going to roll with your... Uh, 12-game winning streak? Of course I'm going to roll with my 12-game winning streak. There has been nothing in the last five games that would suggest that I should choose otherwise. Right, Mickey? Bill has absolutely that agree hotel with room you. booked in Atlanta. Well, I've got that booked regardless if the Cowboys are there or not because it's on CBS this yeah. year. We're, yeah. we're going to be there. Um, 25 years ago we were in Atlanta. Hmm. That's that exactly right? right. Oh, there's another little prophetic comment there that 25 years later, the Cowboys are going to be back in Atlanta for the Super Bowl. There you go. And to do that, they need to beat Indianapolis <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah. And I'm going 23-16, a Cowboys victory. They mm. don't have to get to 24 this week. All right. They just have to get to 20. Well, they have to get to 17. What worries you the most about this game? Um... Andrew Luck does, yeah. but um, pressure again, or blitzing and all that stuff. The uh, a lot of, a lot of sounds like they had a lot of sacks going on there, didn't they? A lot of different sackers. Yeah, and um, you know, this team, the Cowboys have shown mental toughness oh. in coming with their, as they put it, their backs against the wall. Yep. Well, now they are on the cusp of a division title. How do they deal with success? Yeah. And that's their mindset going into this game is a concern. Playing better on the road now, too. Yeah. Mother, I'm really worried about this game. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Mickey. Close us uh, out with 26-23 Cowboys. All right. All right. Very the 23 good. worked last week for me. I'm yeah. going to stick with it. Okay. I'm expecting a guy to make a field goal. <laughs> yep. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. You can get to 26 other ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some yeah, of us will talk to you like tomorrow. He's got, he's 13 like safety winner. You yeah. can miss an extra point. Join yeah. us tomorrow, please. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?